Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's uh, Squad Pod Sports, episode 12. Got a good show for you this week. We got a special guest, Ryan Leitner. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Thanks. Good, man. Thanks for being on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Good, man. Um, why don't you tell us uh, about yourself? Uh, what's your favorite sports teams, man? Um, NFL above anybody else, really, but uh, I'm a big Packers fan when it comes to college. Uh, well, the Ohio State University. Yep. The that's Ohio the one thing State. like think we all have in common here is we're all Buckeyes, Buckeyes. fans. <laughs> yeah. I should have um, worn my Buckeyes jersey. <laughs> yeah, I actually should have worn mine because I had the black one. That's my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't have one of those. By the I end actually, of this podcast, I'll bring it out so I can show you. It's just the red one that I got. Wyatt actually got it for me. Yeah. Well, I got the black one, luckily, at Dick's Online. I got one for, um, I got a gift card during Christmas, and I seen it on there. I was like, yep, it's mine. Like, I, I got yep. it. <laughs> nice, um, man. But for baseball, the New York Mets. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> hey. And, um, yeah. And then uh, NHL, Flyers. Old, Flyers. All right, yeah. Yep. Both are Flyers. Flyers fans, yeah. <laughs> and I have just actually started becoming an NBA fan about like three years ago, I want to say. But okay. um, to be a Milwaukee Bucks fan, I am a big Ooh, fan nice. of Giannis. I, I yes. think he's he's an animal, he's man. Wild. And he is. he is, man. He's a beast. I'm, yeah. If he didn't get that injury this year, maybe they would have played. But yeah. they they were kind of faltering before that. Maybe he was hot. But like I I'm with you. Giannis is a a beast, you know, he's, yeah, a, he's a, monster. a monster out there. I mean, I've seen it coming with that first round matchup against Orlando. They were just like, uh, I was just watching it and I was like, man, I'm telling you what, if you guys got anybody decent next round, you are yeah. going to come on hard times, man. And they yeah. did. And hey, it is what it is. There's always next year, two time back to back MVP, you know. Yeah. So yeah. do it another I time. Actually, I actually seen the one stat. Uh, he, him, and Michael Jordan are the only two guys to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. I think that's what that's it's crazy. in the same season. In the yeah, same, yeah, that, yeah. I, I think I did wow. see that stat. That's crazy though. Like, when you really think about it, like, yeah, that's because it. Of, yeah, you think know? of think of all the great defenders throughout the years. You know, it's like right. you didn't win MVP the, and right. The MVPs that were great defenders still, too. That, like, yeah. the MVPs making first team all defensive teams and stuff like that, not winning defensive player of the year. So, yeah, it's a crazy stat. Like, that is that that could have qualified as one of our crazy stats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> I'm actually cool, Alex isn't on because I had a crazy stat that I read yesterday or the other day on Penn Live. It was about the Steelers. They haven't scored on their first possession in over two years. Now, I don't know if they did it this past Sunday, but... That's very interesting. Yeah. That's how, that sounds like something I would expect from Philly. This I, feel is like we have, I feel like we haven't scored in the first, like, possession ever. Listen, <laughs> this is just the wild stat that I'm throwing out there. Even though we lost the game, I did see this uh, two weeks ago now when the Patriots played the Chiefs. Apparently, Pat Mahomes has been held without a touchdown in three games his entire career in the first half. That's what it was. Like, no touchdown in the first half, only three times in his career so far. And all three of those times were against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And I was like, damn. But they they came back and they beat us anyway, so, like, it is what it is. (laughs) But I thought that was a cool stat, you know. I was like, oh, okay, Pat Mahomes, we can slow you down in the first half, but that's it. But anyway, let's let's roll on. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. We'll get to the games here from this past week. Uh, I guess we'll, we didn't have a Thursday night game this week. We didn't. Uh, surprise, surprise. So I guess soul we'll kind of get into the, the first game. Uh, the Ravens first and the Eagles. The here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I had the first one I had was because it was postponed so long as the uh, oh, was the Patriots, Patriots and Broncos and the Broncos. Okay, we'll both go over that one first. Had, both of us had the Patriots in this game. Yeah, and that was kind of surprising to see McMantis by himself beat my boy Cab Cab and my Patriots. So, hey, we'll get to this later about bias bubble. I got a lot to say about the Patriots. <laughs> Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. The buys, but I got a lot I to mean, say about yeah, I mean, Let's just leave it at game that. Game-wise, they looked kind of... They didn't look, look terrible. themselves. Looked yeah, terrible. they didn't look great at and all. I don't know if it's because of a lack of practice. I don't know if it's the the injuries. Like, I, I don't know. But, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I got a lot. I mean, the Broncos, up, their defense Broncos was all right. Broncos looked nice, but their still, their good, quarterback but... locked through two interceptions. You yeah. know? So, like, it's not like he won the, the game, really. He had, but he had yeah. 30 more yards than Cam. Cam had like 150 yards, or the dude Locke had like 189. But they both had two picks. Both of them didn't have any touchdowns. It was just ugly, ugly. Yeah. Game. Um, and you can you could tell it was an ugly game. I mean, I didn't really watch it, but I seen the final score. What was it like 18 to whatever like, it was? Like or something 10 like or that, something. Or, or, yeah, yeah, like. And it, and just like seeing those kind of scores, you know, it's a weird or ugly game because of yeah. the score. And I was like, wow. And I remember yeah. looking at the score. like, So it wasn't a game I watched the whole time. But I remember looking at the score. I'm like, all right, Patriots going to come back here in the second half. Like, you know how they always do type shit. Like, if they're Rock down, up. Bill's going to fix it. They're going to come back and win this game. But, like, it, it was just more of the same from the first half. It was like, <laughs> hey, it's all um, right. But, yeah, we'll roll on. Um, Ravens and the Eagles. We almost had them by, like, two points, man. <laughs> Came back, man. Came back, like, bro. And that's why I wear my boy Carson Wentz jersey today. It's like I talked about a couple weeks ago, like, each game better and better. And, I mean, I it's a stat I talked about earlier is the only two starters from the beginning of the year that remain on offense is Carson Wentz and Jason Kelsey, the center. And that's it. Everybody that's else it. is the practice squad or, or just the backups. It's, it's that depleted. And, I mean – Almost came back and beat Pittsburgh. There. Almost came back and beat Baltimore. I have hope. I'm not like down. I mean, it's like if we had, if we were healthier, <laughs> I feel like we would be able to win some games. We would be able to win these games. Do they but play I mean, the whole AFC North this year? Yeah, and, and we're actually and we're through the tough part of the schedules. <laughs> you play the um, NFC West too. The 49ers, the Rams. Yeah. Yep. You play that whole division too. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So you <laughs> Okay. Hey, I'll say what that that's that that Travis Fulgham, I mean, he's been pretty right. yeah, man. Pretty decent. And he was on Green Bay. He Green Bay yeah. signed him. I didn't and know. And then that. they released him come I think, I think it was, was drafted Roster Cup. by the Lions. I think he was drafted by the Lions. And then he went to Roster Green Bay. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he's our diamond in the rough right now, man. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he probably is. just there. Green Bay's got so many nice receivers out there though, so I understand how he could have slept through the, or like slipped through the cracks, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I get it. Just, it's kind of like didn't have the opportunity, so I mean, like he just wasn't looked at. Like they didn't. I don't know how it works. I just don't know if he just didn't get enough reps where they could see that like he had talent or what. But 
I mean, so we like, needed him, him and he was there, Hail so Mary. he proved himself. He must caught yeah. that Hail Mary, man. I was like, whoa. Right in the uh, end but, zone. Yeah. I, I mean, Miles Sanders dropped a touchdown pass. That would have been another touchdown. I mean, we both picked Baltimore in that game, though. Yeah. So it came Speaking out of Hail Marys, you guys have the guy that caught Rogers Hail Mary in Detroit. <laughs> you have Richard yeah. Rogers, so Yeah, Richard Rogers. He's gonna be our main tight end going into this Thursday night game. Oh shit. That's right. Zach Ertz is out. Down. Zach Ertz is out. out and Miles Sanders is out. Miles Sanders is back the, the next week. Yeah, Goddard he was oh, on IR. Sanders is out too. Sanders mm-hmm. is out for a week, at least. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he dodged the bullet on it. They had to get an MRI on his knee. They thought something happened, but apparently, he'll be fine in, like, a week or so. Okay. Um, Zach Ertz is out for a month. Yeah, has, like, I heard something that. with his ankle. I mean, but Richard Rodgers, yeah, he's he's the tight end. I mean, I'll kind of get into it later, but what I'm going to say is, if we lose against the Giants, I have no hope for the season. If we win, <laughs> we're carrying on. Business as usual. Business but, um, as usual. I mean, I, I'm not down. We almost beat the Ravens. I mean, they have a really good defense. I mean, the Steelers had a really good defense. We almost beat them, too. But I'm not down. So we're moving on to next week, <laughs> which is Thursday. Next up, <laughs> we got Tennessee versus uh, Houston. Oh, yeah. This game. Tennessee, really thought man. Houston was going to pull that out at the end. We both picked yeah. Tennessee for this game. Um, so we both got the W on that, but like it was looking scary. I was like, "Geez, Shaw Watson four touchdowns again." You know? Yeah. I saw a stat about him. I think it was it goes back two or three years, um, talking about the quarterbacks with the most four touchdown games, and there was only two that were ahead of him, and it was Pat Mahomes and Russell Wilson. I'm pretty sure. And like I was like, hmm, Deshaun. So he's the the bright. I, it's not like it was a secret. Everybody knows he's the best spot on that or the best player on that team. But yeah. it really, really shows now that. He is literally like he's just like Will Smith in the in the living room, looking around like <laughs> at all. Where everybody go? Like <laughs> it really shows how good he is, even in a loss like this. You know, yeah. I I really thought Derrick Henry was impressive. I mean, I even looked because I have him on my fantasy team, and I looked at the one uh, the outlook for the week, and they said that how last year he posted in the two games that he's played against them last year. He posted over 400, almost 500 yards. Well, he's and, on track for that already. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. and I was like, this guy's a must-start against Houston, and to see him go out there and ball like he did, <laughs> yeah. man, that kid something, is something else. But Derrick Henry, when he broke that 94-yard touchdown, I was like, holy shit, because I was watching Red Zone at the time, and yeah. you know how they cut to a play, and you're like, Oh, they, there's really no reason they would cut to a play in this situation. Let's you know, about to see something cool. Happen. It was like Tennessee backed up at the four and they cut to it in the middle of like another red zone opportunity for another team. And I'm like, if Derrick Henry gets this, t- sure enough, he run and gets it. And I'm like, oh my fuck! Like, he was outrunning I, that whole defense, right? That, for like, a big dude corners. like that, yeah. Just, I don't just, know how. Oh he's my doing. god, it's amazing. You're right, yeah. Ryan. Like he he is a freak of nature. Yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I wasn't a believer last year. I, I thought it was more or less like a, okay, like, yes, you were nice at the, the last couple games of the season, but you were supposed to be this two years ago, a year ago. Like, we're, oh, where, yeah. is, where was this shit the whole time, you know? So, like, I don't know. And then, then you got Ryan Tannehill him. slinging I, it. I, right. I think he lost him into his own, you know. I think he's just one of those guys that, you know, maybe it took a few years, you know. Some Figured people out who he needed to be. Scenery, you know. Yeah. 
I mean, look at Ken, look at Kenyon. <laughs> Absolutely, he was terrible Shit. in Miami, and then he goes to freaking Arizona. Balls, Pat, yeah. you know, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick goes from Miami to Pittsburgh. Yeah. All these picks, you know, Tannehill, Miami. To exactly. <laughs> I think he's, he's so only right, thrown though. like six interceptions since he went there, or some shit. Like Man, he's been some balling. Some people just need that change of scenery. Yeah, it, I mean, that just take a few years, or it's the coaching. You know, it, it, it's a multitude of things, but yeah. that or they just don't got it. But I think Derrick Henry's definitely proven. Yeah, he's got it. I mean, he figured out I, I'm a why find, why try to find the hole whenever you can just create one. You can just yes. run through people. I think that was his problem. He was trying to find stuff. He was trying to just like be too too much of a finesse back instead of just boom, just, just barreling run. through people. I remember at one point last year he was falling forward for six, seven yards a carry. It was amazing just seeing yeah. that. Like you knew it was coming, and it's more of the same, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's he's wild. He's a specimen. Anyway, <laughs> um, Bengals up, and Colts. Bengals, Bengals Colts. man, they looked like wow. they were gonna win it. They were wow. up like twenty-one nothing. I almost bet when it was twenty-one nothing. I was about to bet five dollars on the Colts to win the game because I knew. I knew. And then, like, even Red Zone said so. I, I, I'm going to probably talk about Red Zone too much here, but, like, even Red Zone said something. They threw a stat out about, like, every week so far, at least one team has come back from a 16-point deficit every single week this season so far. Sure <laughs> enough, week five it happened, or week six it happened again. So, like, I, I, I was this close. I should have bet on it. If I I was I wasn't that confident, I was like, eh, it's probably not going to happen. But, like, it ended <laughs> up happening. So I would just say that was weird. But we weird. both picked the Colts on that one. I, I thought that was supposed to be a shoe in honestly. I thought the Colts were going to beat them bad. I mean, you know, Burr's been pretty decent with what he's had to offer, kind of like you said about Deshaun Watson, Will Smith, kind of like look around like, what do I got? But <laughs> right. with an even worse offensive line. Yeah, but so... it's like I would see it was 21 nothing, and I started the Colts' defense in fantasy, and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> and I saw – that um, you know, Burroughs is the most sacked QB in the league right now. I think he's been sacked 25 times. That sucks, man. I think, I think I've seen that, and he's like, I think they're like averaging like four sacks on him a game. Three or yeah. four sacks. It's like, um, the second trying to break this kid. <laughs> For real, is Carson Wentz, Joe Burrow is the most sacked QB in the league right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, hey, well, hopefully they bolster that line so he can have a long career because he's not yeah. going to if he keeps getting fucked up. Yeah, the Bengals need to do build around him, man. Don't want to. Yeah, hurt. like take every single draft pick next year and just do offense <laughs> line. And yeah. They're going to hit gold somewhere along the line. Exactly. I mean, you got Tyler Boyd as a receiver. He's all right. Um, I mean, A.J. Green, He's when he's on the field, he's okay, but he's always hurt. I'll tell you what, I'm impressed with their rookie, though, T. Higgins, the one they took in the second yeah. round, the 33rd yeah. pick. I was, I liked him, and even Aaron Rodgers said that he liked him a lot, you know, whenever they talked about, well, we'll get into that debacle, but, <laughs> you know, um, I, yeah. I really liked him coming out of the draft, and he's looking superb, and yeah, at least he's got some some weapons, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully he can, I mean, he can grow with them, you know. Philip yeah. Rivers be doing Philip Rivers things sometimes too, over there in, in Indy. Him and his nine kids. Somehow they're just about two. to say that. Him and his nine kids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, next up, we had Minnesota versus Atlanta. Atlanta. And I feel like with everybody no head coach. in the world picked Minnesota to win this game. 
including yeah. me and Wyatt. Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, did not expect uh, Atlanta to come and put a 40-burger up on him. Right out the gate, man. Kirk Cousins with three first-half interceptions. Like, it wasn't even prime time, Kirk, man. Like, what the? <laughs> I don't understand it. So I'm going to kind of be a little bit biased because that's just my most hated team. It's the oh, right. Yeah. It's the Vikings. I hate the Vikings. I know how and it is, man. I said this years ago when he was with the Redskins. Kirk Cousins is crap. There's no if ands, or buts about it. I was going to say said, if it was time to move on from Kirk or not. Well, I mean, it's it's like they said, well, he didn't have the weapons in Washington. Well, okay, but you had a great one-two punch in Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Right, so, and Delvin Cook. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now it's kind of like you're looking. I heard today that maybe Mike Zimmer might be on the hot seat, but then a lot of people said, so, no, yeah. he's not on the hot seat. So that makes me think, uh, Kirk, you might be, you if know. It's not Zimmer. It's, I mean, they, it's, it's one of them. Other than losing uh, Diggs, they pretty much have the same squad from last year, and it's just so night and day, like, the comparison. They look they look so terrible this year compared to last that, year. That The big thing with them, though, too, is, and I noticed it in week one when Green Bay played them, and which we all knew this going into free agency, they lost every cornerback that they had that was starters. You know, right. Trey Waynes, Xavier Rhodes, all that. And so you knew yeah. that was going to be a big, huge weakness to them. And I don't think they addressed it in the draft. So it didn't seem like it. No. And you would think they would at least draft, like, you at least spend one high pick on something like that. Yeah. That's what? I am a very big fan of Justin Jefferson. That's oh, who I wanted to pick. And, Wish we would have drafted him. Yeah, and I thought Philly was going to take him because everywhere I had seen, Philly was in love with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I, and, I thought we were going to take him. Yeah, and then it's – he's tearing it up as much as I hate it. You know, I was kind of yeah. like, see you, Diggs. You know, have fun in Buffalo. <laughs> you know, I don't got to see you for except for once every four years. Right. But now they've got this Justin Jefferson I, at the draft. I was, like, shaking my head like, oh, no. And then <laughs> not the, really the first couple weeks and then starts balling. From week three <laughs> on, and I'm like, crap. <laughs> hey, wasn't he the one that had that touchdown where he, like, caught it at, like, the two and, like, looked at the dude and just kind of, like, walked backwards into the end zone? Yeah. Was that him? Yeah. I was I like, so. that was some cold-blooded shit right there, man. Like, oh, my God. That's cold as ice. He is nice. He, he reminds me of uh, young Randy Boss, you know? Like, we'll see where his career can go, you know? Well, speaking yeah. of ice, Matty Ice, I think, has been ice cold. I mean... It's, yeah. To talk about him and Julio yeah. potentially it, being traded. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read that, that, that one uh, Bleacher Report, and they said that you know the problem is is trying to move that much money. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Matty Ice has a huge bad. deal right now. Oh yeah. yeah. Julio so does Julio. Just that deal. Yeah. Last year. Well, what I see, I think um, next year Matty Ice is like contract jumps significantly to like forty point six million a year. And it's like, wow, who's going to take that on? Nobody's going to want to take that on. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody. Just for Matt Ryan. Especially with with the cap most likely going to be, you know, really strapped next year. Exactly. Absolutely. They're kind of in purgatory, it seems. But I'll tell you, their good player I've really noticed has been Calvin Ridley. That man has stepped up to the plate in the absence of Julio Jones. Absolutely. Definitely. He's always been, like, somebody I try to get on fantasy, if I can, Calvin Ridley, because I know that he's going to be getting a lot of looks. I think I have him and Julio in my other league. I think I have him yeah. in 
two of my leagues, actually. Got to. Yeah. Uh, the next game we have here is uh, the Washington No Names and the Giants. Man, the Giants got their first win. Wow. <laughs> I picked the No Names. I think I picked the No Names a couple weeks ago too, and then I vowed to never pick the yeah, No Names. Yeah, you vowed ever to again. never pick the No Names ever. And again. then I picked them again, and they burned me again. So now I I'm I vowing. The Giants. You picked the Giants. Ah, there we go. I'm never, ever ever picking the Washington <laughs> no names ever again. Don't let me do it, Wyatt. Don't, I, I don't care if they're playing you. the Jets. I'm picking the Jets. I don't even <laughs> care. I'm never picking them again. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I don't have I much don't to say about you. this game. I Fuck mean, there's good. really not much to say about this game. Both these teams are terrible. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you're a Giants fan. My mom's a Giants fan. Sorry if you're watching this if you're a Giants fan and a no names fan because these teams are terrible. And you have not even going to cover them. Yeah, my, the only thing I have to say about them is what are they going to do come draft time? Like, are you guys going to, you know, I almost said the R word. Washington, <laughs> are you going to draft another quarterback? You know, are you going to send Haskins out? What you the know, rumors? Ron doesn't like Haskins, so. Wyatt was saying something about there's rumors with Sam Darnold being moved. You yeah, know, so like there was like, rumors about the Cowboys maybe looking at Darnold and what does that mean for Dak eventually? I mean, I'm just thinking as a conglomerate of all the shitty teams, like who's getting that pick more or less? Like because when I think about the Washington No Names and the Giants, I think about the Jets. Yeah, and I think about like the Jaguars and like teams I think like Darnold's that. on the move regardless, especially yeah. regardless the of what happens. Pick, they're gonna get they're Trevor Lawrence, a top four pick. Oh yeah, don't get a top four pick. So I could see Sam Darnold being moved regardless too. You know, I, I, that, just, I wonder about Daniel Jones. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, I yeah. believe more in Daniel Jones than I do in Sam Darnold. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think yeah. Daniel Jones could at least be molded into something the way Josh Allen was molded into something, where Sam Darnold seems like like a Joe Flacco to me. Like he doesn't seem like he's gonna be your your franchise player. He's he's a game manager. He's Dan, every I, time I look at Daniel Jones, he just looks like a young Eli Manning. And I was like, he's a just young, perfectly confused giant. Eli Manning. Yeah, he that, like bewildered dope picture. <laughs> yeah, where he's like, like, oh my god, the Eli but, face. But I didn't Chase Young. Uh, no, sorry, but Chase no, Young. I yeah. do love me some Chase Young. Yeah, yeah I, I love my high school friends. Yeah, see how they're doing in the league. It sucks when they go to terrible teams like this, and I'm like, your career like is Zeke going to Dallas. Zeke's hurt yeah. now. I hate the I hate Dallas so so much, but we'll get into that. Um, <sighs> the next game, uh, the Browns and the Steelers. I think I picked the Browns, didn't I? You did. I yeah, picked, you picked the Steelers. I picked Pittsburgh. So, hey, listen, I, st- I got some catching up to do on the overall record here, okay? Yeah. This is one game that I tried to catch up. Just to let you know, spoiler alert, we both finished 9-5, and five, so I didn't know catching oh, up. That's like two weeks in a <laughs> row we're both under 10. <laughs> I, I didn't oh, know we were doing up. so well the first couple weeks. So, last week, I think I was over 10. I was at 10-4, and four, you were at 8-6 last week, so I did so catch up a little bit. I have two last. weeks in a row, I'm below 10. Not not good, man. But you rub it off on me, I'm starting to get bad picks again. I'm like, no. But anyway, <laughs> Pittsburgh, 
Pittsburgh is rolling. Wide receiver yeah, factory that it is. On the Browns. Cleveland, I mean, I don't know if this is just because Baker's injury, but, like, that defense looks shit, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's not on Baker's injury. It, it, Baker got benched. I think that was because he was dealing with an ailment. I don't think that, that was a That rib thing. injury. Yeah. Well, I think but, that the Steelers were targeting his ribs every time they hit him, yeah. too. <laughs> so that didn't that. help. Especially just the animosity between those two teams. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Especially after last year, the whole Miles Garrett situation. Right. Mason Rudolph. And they even put um, in Rudolph <laughs> at yeah, the end there. At the end, Did yeah, they, they put Rudolph. Yes. I didn't even see. Yeah. They trolled the Browns, basically. Like, hey. That's some shit. You know, try wow. <laughs> wow. See, I didn't even know that. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> but I think That's that Brown, so... the Browns secondary is just horrible. You know, yeah. I mean, from what I've been reading, the they have been, like, they're ranked the worst in the league for passes across the middle. Apparently, they cannot defend across the middle. So, throw it across the middle on them. It's going to yeah. be dangerous for your uh, tight ends and wide receivers, but it's shit. Get some yeah. yards. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, next game is the Bears and the Panthers. Oh, BDN, bro. Oh, Nick Foles getting it done over big, here in Chi Town. Nick. <laughs> He's leading the Bear, five and one Bears. We both picked the Bears to win that game. We got it. So, so does this spell the end for Trubinsky, you guys think? Yeah. Uh, for I the think foreseeable he's done. future. Yeah. They don't, even if they don't, they're not rolling with Nick Foles or Trubinsky for the future because Nick yeah. Foles is a band aid. Yeah. Um, but exactly. if they can get to a Super Bowl with Nick Foles like the Eagles did, fuck it. They'll yeah. do it, you know. But Trubinsky is on his way out of town. I think he might have suited up his last game as a starter, unless something happens to Nick Foles. You know, see, I thought they were screwed. They, they were screwed draft day, in my opinion. You know, they traded up to get Trubinsky, and yeah. the 49ers had no intentions of drafting him. Yeah. And then you go back and look at it, and you drafted him ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Like, really? It was so, one of the biggest blunders in recent memory. Oh yeah. As far as draft day things go, you know. Oh but that Bears secondary—that's that is not to be not messed with, and I'm yeah. not really excited when they come to town. You know, yeah, when Bears we play them, good. A lot of a lot of people them. are calling the Bears the pretenders of the league, like the five and one. Like they're like not necessarily like fooling the anybody. They're the, yeah, they're the imposters. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, that defense—you know, like the defense wins championships, and if like that defense keeps rolling. I think Nick Foles can keep that offense rolling. It's how they got there to the Super Bowl in, what, 06 against the Colts? They lost, but, like, they got there off that defense. And yeah. believe they me, I know Nick Foles, if there's one thing Nick Foles knows how to do, and that's rally a team. Right. <laughs> and, like, that, like, he knows how to do that. And, like, I think if they make it in the playoffs, like, they probably will, you know. They're looking good right now. Um, who knows, man? Maybe. As far as them Panthers, man, I feel like they're they're, like, Middle of the pack. They're not yeah, necessarily. They're, they're not terrible. Team. They're not great. They're not good. Yeah. They're not bad. This is more or less it's like. It's kind of like they're there. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing. It's they're like three and three. Year. They're doing they're, probably better than they should with a new coach and a new system. New, and quarterback, a new quarterback. No Christian McCafferty. You're still three and three. So they're. Yeah. So I mean. I, I see bright future for them, but right now. Robbie Anderson works. has been going off for them, though. Yeah. Man. He's been a bright spot. Five catches a game so far, something like that, man. Like, it's it's been ridiculous. He's been tearing shit up. 
Uh, yeah. He's another one with the change of scenery where yep. look at him now. Yeah, he did him well. Because yeah, he showed flashes in, with the Jets, but, you yeah, know. It is, it's, it's the Jets. Yeah, it's right. the Jets. I, I wish we would have <laughs> traded for him. Um, Next up, though. The Lions got, and the Jaguars. Yeah. We both picked Detroit on this one. Patricia saving his ass Jesus again is. this week. Got a job for another week. We'll see Got how long job. this lasts. <laughs> we should take a look at the Lions schedule and figure out what week he gets fired. <laughs> no one's talking about, like, it's just business as usual in Jacksonville. They're one and five. No, like, everyone talks about how the bad the Jets are. Because, I mean, they don't have a win. But, yeah. I mean... People Jags expect just this as out bad. Jags. Yeah. That's why yeah. we're not even talking about it. They came out the gate and won that first game, and everybody's and like, like, what? Whoa. The Jag- Jaguars beat the beat the Colts? Only to lose five straight. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up, and I don't I don't even know any, like, star players that are, you know, because it's well, like they Jack traded Jack. everybody away. Yeah. The Fournette, you know, they're, you know, Ramsey's gone. The only one that's really drawing attention is Minshew, and that's just because of his mustache. I mean, and yeah, <laughs> and his hair. I mean, and what what all do you expect them to do with like nothing there? I mean, exactly. Right. They like trade it, everything away. It's it's like you know the the owners like, oh yeah, well I own the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, it's like what's well, pretty dang bad when your son owns AEW and it's more popular than your football team. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, they're they're destined for another uh, two and fourteen, maybe one and fifteen type season. So yeah, I'm not seeing great things out of Jacksonville right now. But DeAndre Swift, he went off for the Lions. He I did. I, I, I was just, I was just waiting for it. He was he, one of my favorite running backs in the draft. It's all good though. I'm glad to see AP out there still putting it work. Yeah. Yeah, he's you doing know, really well for the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> that's because uh, he's, a, he's a Viking at heart, you know. That's yeah, why. And I've had to sit back and watch him rip through our defense year after year <laughs> after year. So there's a little bit of animosity there. But, yeah, I mean, I have to respect good players. I can't <laughs> I hate good players. So. Yeah. Uh, the next, next game, the Jets and the Dolphins. Dolphins <laughs> just shut the Jets out completely. Zero. Zero. Have we Dolphins had any... are three and three with Fitzmagic. Have we had any shutouts so far this season, though? I know we're six weeks in, but I can't remember any other zeros. I don't, on think, the so. This I don't think so, to be honest. And it seems like you know, people the are Jets. at least... Yeah, the Jets... Makes sense. Oh, leave it to them. How is know, Adam so. Gase not fired? I have no clue. I don't know. Oh, that dude has no clue what he's place. doing. He got fired from Miami. Why would yeah. you hire the coach that got fired from Miami? Whatever. It doesn't make any sense. You see where <laughs> we are now. Well, I mean, uh, Fitzmagic, you know, doing it for him. They're three yeah. and three. And now, as of today, Tua is named the starter Whoa. coming like Whoa. coming out of the bye week here. I love uh, seeing that, that type of week. shit, man. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I mean, the Dolphins look like they have a promising future ahead of them. You yeah, know, they keep sure. building. Coach is nice. Yeah. Defense is nice. They're getting some good pieces, man. Like, yeah. they're going to end up... Shit, the Patriots might end up being third in the division by the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? Maybe? Like, Alex's prediction might come true. I hope not. I hope my boys can pull it out. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see Plus what the happens. Dolphins, they had a hell of a draft. I mean, yeah, they had they the did. most picks, but they... And not only a draft, but they made a lot of 
They made a lot of free agency moves too. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did have a great draft, and I'm sure they can like they could continue that in the next one here. They're not going to have. I mean, I don't know exactly what they're looking like as far as picks, but yeah. I don't think they'll be as high of a pick as they were last year. So, but yeah, next up, the next game is your game, Ryan. Uh, oh, Packers and the Buccaneers. We'll get into it. Oh, uh, what are your thoughts on the game, man? Um, well. <laughs> Let's start off with, you know, I was really excited for this game, you know, all the way up until the second quarter. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, you know, we had the best O-line all year long. You know, I consider, you know, a little bit biased, but Bakhtiari has been rated the best left tackle. We lost him during the game, but it didn't seem to matter. That, That pass rush by the Buccaneers is just fierce and it's I nasty. mean with Jason Pierre Paul you know as much the, the, as the I, hate so, him. I know so and Aaron Rodgers have a I long hate history I hate both of them because Pierre Paul beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl so I'm still salty <laughs> about that shit and but, so I mean, steps on people all the fucking time yeah. So. yeah I mean I can't I can't really be mad i mean i i it was a good team it's not like we lost to the jets or something like that or the broncos (laughs) or the broncos but (laughs) you know it's just i like see i like being able to claim you know rogers has you know in rogers whole career he's never thrown over 10 he's only thrown over 10 interceptions twice in his 15 years playing you know and And i like to that was his third pick six ever in his career that he's thrown like like that's crazy (laughs) <laughs> only a third ever it's just you know like i said it's uh matt lafleur put it basically perfectly rogers really did after the game he said you know we needed this slice of humble pie we really needed this kick in the yeah. ass to show yeah. you know you need to stop and then they they interviewed matt lafleur and matt lafleur was like you know you practice like shit you'll play like shit you know because that's a that cool. week. and it's kind of like all right guys well you know we got houston this week you know, so hopefully we can do well there. But, you know, it's not yeah. easy from here on out. You know, we have Chicago still yet to play twice. We still yeah. got yeah. the week after, you know. So, but I, yeah, I don't think could... Packers really have anything to worry about. I think what you said is they just kind of needed humbled a little bit. Need that kick in the ass. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think the Packers are going to be just as strong as they were, like, the yeah. first five weeks of the season. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be slinging it, doing what it's he does. Like Baltimore losing to the Chiefs, you know, like. Yeah, you had two good teams playing each other. One of them's got to lose. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's going to derail their season. They're going to both of them are going to keep rolling along till they meet each other again. You know, so I'm not jumping on the panic boat or nothing. You know, right. I'm, I, that'll I, be I, a wild but, playoff game. <laughs> that would be a great playoff game, man. Oh. My, my hats off to Brady. I got to give it to him. That was ferocious and fucking like it's been all year, we can't stop the run so pretty suspicious that tom brady only shakes the hands of qbs that he beats though yeah i don't i don't I like know, that right didn't want to shake nick Foles' hand last week i don't That's think he wants to shake nick Foles' hand period <laughs> like ever i don't think i don't care if they see each other at a party i don't think he's gonna walk up like nick, nick Foles is like the nicest dude you could ever talk to tom brady's like nope you beat me in the super four Bowl. there's four quarterbacks that exists that have winning records against Tom Brady. And I know Nick Foles is one of them. He's 2-0. and And there's a couple other. I can't remember who the other ones are. And I've, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady will never shake any of their hands. Rodgers like, used to be. <laughs> he used to be. But yeah. seemed like uh, there's only four left, I guess, that are undefeated against Brady. 
and at least two and zero type of shit. So like he just has them on a, on a little list <laughs> that he keeps. You ever? I've seen a documentary called The Brady Six, and he he sits. It's talking about the six quarterbacks that were drafted ahead of him. Where he's like, I will never forget the six quarterbacks drafted. He sits there, he lists them. Like, so I I do not put it past Tom Brady yes, to have dude. somewhere on his wristband or something like the four quarterbacks that have, not are undefeated. Talk to again. this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got like a hit list on his gauntlet, you know, like <laughs> just like. <laughs> he's up there like Thanos just <laughs> oh my god next up we got the Rams and I forget who they played because I only 49ers. have the Rams written down here the 49ers and yeah. the 49ers won that we both yes, lost they that they we turned both it around the man they looked absolutely garbage last week yeah and the 49ers the playing next week yeah, they do. Yeah, we'll see. We I mean, they, it seems like football. they're getting healthier by the week. Um, and looking like Mostert might not play. I think the Rams are fake tough guys simply because their four wins were against the NFC East. Like I've been saying that... that for years that the Rams are fake <laughs> tough guys. But this especially, like you know what I mean. And they're one. They're one. Oh no, it's two now. They're two out of that divisions. They lost. So like. I, I don't trust the Rams, man. They yeah. they haven't been the same since that Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think they are pretenders. You know, why I talked about it earlier, how you know there's pretenders in the league. I think the Rams are pretenders. I mean, but that's just my thing. It's good to see though that San Fran turned it around uh, because the first you know what five weeks it was kind of like a big shock, but they did have injuries, so it's right. like yeah. you know you, you got to get a closer. I know Alex doesn't want to hear it, but I think the Steelers are pretenders too. I'm just not scared <laughs> by the Steelers. I believe in the Steelers but... more than the Rams. Oh, so, I, yeah, I w- I'll I give agree. you that. I agree with Vernon. On I that. agree with you there. I just, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not convinced by the Steelers yet. I just, I don't think I look they're at that better offense, than the Chiefs. Yeah, I think they would get beat by most of the top teams. Um, Seattle, Seattle, Green Bay, Tampa yeah. Bay. Shit Ravens, like Ravens, Titans, probably. I mean, I think they played the Titans this week, so we'll see. Ooh, man. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. The next game was the Chiefs and the Bills. It was a lot closer than I than we thought it was going to be, I think. Hey, I was genuinely surprised by wheels. Um, even though he didn't really put the wheels on too much, yeah. I refer to Josh Allen. That's me and Wyatt's nickname for him is wheels. Yeah, wheels. <laughs> I man, as a Patriots fan, I say this all the time. Like I say that first. Like as a Patriots fan, I fucking love Josh Allen. I don't know why. I just like he's got a fucking rocket, like Pat Mahomes, man. And then and he, he just turns the about. boosters on, and he just turns like... the boosters on. And he can <laughs> chuck people and shit. And that's what I said. Um, in you know, Wyatt and I are in a league chat, you know, with you know fantasy football and stuff, you know. He is outside of Green Bay. He is my favorite quarterback. I don't know what it's about him. I loved I him whenever it, it was his 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 draft year. He was my favorite out of you know all of them. And then like I watched him against I think it was the Patriots last year, and it was getting down there towards the end, and he just flick just like Rogers, just like Mahomes does, and that thing just gone. And it's Same, like man. I was like, I have a lot more respect for this guy now. Like yes. I would wear a Josh Allen jersey. I, I fucked because... with Josh Allen pretty heavy, yeah. man. Like I, I respect the shit out of him. And I think he could only go up from here. 
Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I really hope he doesn't regress because, like, if he could keep this up, he's going to be up there. Like, I, I really, I believe in Josh Allen. Definitely. And agree. the coach, the Bills, like, that seems like the Bills organization has gotten their shit together. It's mm-hmm. about damn mm-hmm. time. They it's figured like, it nice. out. Nice. They just build off of what they have every year mm-hmm. now. Um, right. And I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. We didn't get to talk about yeah. it because it wasn't, it didn't happen last week uh, when we did the podcast, but. New addition, Le'Veon Bell is on the squad now yeah. for, the, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he didn't play yet. He had to go through the COVID protocols and everything. But um, Nick Saban I mean, can coach. Man. <laughs> we'll get to that. But anyway. <laughs> Le'Veon uh, Bell on the Chiefs, Le'Veon, man. I'm, I'm excited to see this shit. And I think I'm kind of biased on why I'm excited to see it because I have Le'Veon on my fantasy team. I drafted him <laughs> knowing that the Jets were going to be terrible and hoping that he would just be a bright spot on the Jets. That's a, I didn't know he was going to get traded to the fucking – or released and then signed with the Chiefs. But now I'm like, okay, let's see how they use him. They do have Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and he's a monster. I think he – it seemed like a statement, what he was doing in Buffalo. Like, yeah, I know y'all signed Le'Veon, but – I'm still here. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was mm-hmm. taking chunks out of the defense. And I loved I love that kid too. He's he's yeah, he's, he's a beast. He is. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see. It'd be nice to see them both on the field at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can run some crazy packages with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um and the next game is the one I like to talk about is the part of <laughs> put a whooping on them cowboys. How about them cowboys this week? Get out the Stephen A. Smith. How about them cowboys? What, like the cowboy hat on? So I was. I love that shit. How about them cowboys? So I was. I was going into that game lose or winning by two points. Like I was literally up by two points, and the guy I was going against had Greg Zerline. So I'm like, okay, well, if he kicks. Two extra points, I'm still up by like point three. Right. So I was like, I'll still be good. But if he misses some field goals, that's gonna give him some negative points. So I'm like watching this game. We're going into the <laughs> halftime with no touchdowns. I'm like, yes, yes. And it's even better because it's Dallas. And then it's like at the end of the game, he beats me by literally a point and a half. Oh my god. Because of that field Jeez. goal. Yes. And he even missed the field goal. That's what killed me. Because if he would have missed one more. It would have been over three. Oh, man. But anyways, did anybody see how ridiculous Andy Dalton looked? He was throwing – he was just throwing passes out there like he had never played before. Like they just picked him up off the Madden Championship tournament. I think think Dallas is cooked at this point. I think they're done. Um, I mean, I I was really only worried about Dallas and division at this point. And if if the Eagles somehow don't win this division this year – I don't know. Yeah. I don't. There must be something going on. But you might fuck around and have the Giants be your biggest competition. Maybe or yeah. At the end of the season, man. Maybe it looks like it's, it's the Eagles to lose at the. Even with y'all still losing, you lost to the Ravens. Like, but I think I know. Yeah. Even though we've been losing, I think the team as a whole they're kind of on the upswing with kind of getting a chemistry together as far hurt. as offense. Yeah, I mean, for some reason Wentz plays pretty well with no names. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, that was yeah, the games for the week. We're only Last a half game behind Dallas now with that loss. Well, yeah. I thought what's interesting is what a lot of people said. I seen on Good Morning Football, I think you know, and that's why I kind of had some hype with uh, Andy Dalton. I was kind of hoping he would do okay, 
you know, yeah. at least. But they said this is actually the best wide receiver core and weapons he's ever had. I mean, yeah. Zeke, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, you know, CeeDee Lamb, who's been tearing it up. Yeah. But it's like, and then you go, yeah, I know, maybe the chemistry's not there, but I still just don't think, and like then, you said, White, I got to agree. I think they're cooked. And then you have the report that came out today about Cowboys players saying that the coaches don't yes. know how to do their job and that, like, they've been sitting on it for, they thought they would be able to solve it internally the past couple weeks, but, like, the frustrations are pouring out. Like, the, like they're turning on the coaches. Mike McCarthy, I don't know what he's doing, but it <laughs> seems like it, the problems are a lot deeper than just injuries at this point it seems Ryan like... feels like i do about tom brady right now like <laughs> even though tom brady's uh... kind of succeeded but like anytime like that fourth down shit whenever he's fucking up and it has nothing to do with the patriots i'm just like <laughs> Look at when, you. I, when i seen that dallas was signing him as a head coach i like looked at my phone and i was like your problem now, Jerry James. <laughs> yeah. like, I bet, like, Jason Garrett on the Giants is just, like, <laughs> laughing, even right? though he, they're He's doing shitty. The but, like, yeah. I mean, hey, hey it but is what it that, is. Um, they said about, speaking of Jason Garrett, when Dak actually went down, he was he ran onto the field and, like, comforted yeah, loved Dak. That. Yeah. And that was actually, like, really, like, I never really had a problem with Jason Garrett because, no. you know, just AT&T the Stadium is the house that Aaron Rodgers built, but you know, <laughs> we won the Super Bowl there, and we have embarrassed them every time we've been gone there. But it was just kind of a heartwarming thing, like yeah. wow, like these guys have been through you know years together, and Absolutely. even though he's only you know even though he's on the other team, he's out there, he's with that guy, you know, and it, it I thought that was pretty awesome. That was I cool. did too. I completely I I saw the picture and everything of him him and McCarthy standing over, and I was just like. Damn, that that's that is it's just cool to see that he at least even showed that respect. Like exactly. I'm back, I'm still here. Like just because I'm not your coach, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm sure they still have their, still each cares. other's phone numbers and shit like that. Like shit like that. Like it was just cool to see. Like like you're saying, it was heartwarming to see that type of shit. Yeah. But, but yeah, let's man. move on to uh we'll move on to the week seven. We got a big old week seven coming up. Thursday night football. My Don't birds and the Giants. Down. Who I think win this. the birds are going <laughs> to win this game easily, I think, even without I, Miles Sanders. I think we're going to stomp these Giants. With Philly. Let's Philly, go. Turn, this is the part of the, the comeback game. This is part of the turnaround for the season. Come Listen, back season. we're only like one and four and one. We can <laughs> go to the, we can win. We can still be like 10 and four, man, 11 and four. We're, we're all right. We're only one for it. <laughs> Wyatt, I got to tell you this. Like, you are the most optimistic Philadelphia fan I've ever met in my life. Because, because, I see, because I see some positivity in these games. And I know that once they get it clicking, I know Philly in the second half of the seasons, and they can always put something together. And I think that's right. what's going to happen. These next three games, like we play the Giants, Dallas, and then the Giants again. Three wins, I'm expecting, and we're four and four and one, rolling. And I like, I'm hype. I'm rolling. Like, let's get it rolling, Philly. Moving to the playoffs, hopefully. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. the only reason I say that is because, like, you know, my parents are Phillies fans. You know, hardcore Phillies fans. Now, me and my brother were Flyers fans, so it's kind of like, you know, I've been to 
Philadelphia so many times for Phillies and Mets games and Flyers games. And just going there, you know, you see they are literally the most passionate fans. Oh, and they I are. Love it, especially being, you know, on the Flyers side because it's kind of sketchy when I go down there in my New York Mets attire and they're all like... <laughs> And I'm secretly wearing I'm secretly wearing my Claude Drew, you know, shirt yeah, underneath. Yeah, Drew underneath. <laughs> I'm secretly one of you guys. Yeah. I'm one of you. Don't beat me up. They're just like, just oh, okay. oh my God. All right. They yeah. give you a beer. <laughs> my dad's Steelers fan, but he's a Phillies fan for baseball. And then, like, uh, when it comes to to the Phillies, you know, halfway through the year, he'll be like, "Yep, yeah, this team's trash." I'm off to the Steelers now, you know, but it's like every time I've gone down there, you know, these Flyers suck. These Eagles suck. And then it's like, don't you dare talk shit about them, though, because they'll, they'll turn around and whoop your ass. <laughs> like, I was, only I could talk shit about, about you know. I would say about two two weeks ago, I was on that bandwagon where I was like, we suck. F this team. I'm, I'm not about it. Like, tank. We're done. Like, and then kind of we kind of started showing some life against the Pittsburgh and and the Ravens. So, I mean, we're not out yet, especially with Dallas. You know, we're in the NFC East. You know, nothing's over. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't have to be super tough to win this division. Um, but we'll move on. I think I got the Eagles on that game, though. Me too. Um, then we got the Lions and the Falcons. That was last mm. week. I'm going to have to roll with Detroit. I'm sorry. Oh, that's that was my fault. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I was going to say. I thought you got me second-guessing it. Well, no, because the Falcons have been bouncing around to each NFC North. <laughs> like, they just played Green Bay, then they just played Minnesota last week. Now they're yeah. playing. Okay, my bad. I don't know what Falcons we're going to get this week, but I kind of want to pick the Falcons. Hey, man. Maybe you it was Dan Quinn that was the problem. I'm picking Detroit. Detroit? All right, I'm going to pick the Falcons then. If you pick in Detroit, I'll not the week. Matt Patricia loses his job. That's what I'm going to go ahead and say. <laughs> I'll pick the, the Falcons on that one. Okay. Uh, okay. The Bengals and the Browns. The Brownies. Depends on what type of Browns we get. Yeah. I think the Browns because... are going to win regardless, though. I don't know if these Bengals are going to be doing too much. I'm going to pick Cincy. Okay. Okay. You are you picking uh, Cleveland? Yeah, I'm picking Cleveland. I don't know who I you think, got, Ryan. I think Man. Joe Burrow's going to get fucked up by Miles Garrett, but Probably. I think if they can end up building a lead, they're not going to come back on him like the Colts did. I'm got the side. I'm going to have to go with the Bengals. I I don't know. Okay. I just I think I don't I don't want to say the Browns are in a free fall, but I just think that this is I think this game they're going to lose and then it, this is going to be their wake up game. After they lose, then they're going to be like, "Okay, you know, we got to get our crap together like yeah, uh, they were looking good. They were they were four and zero going into Pittsburgh. Oh, they're four and one going against Pittsburgh. Plus, I think since he's gonna look back at the Colts game and it's gonna be like, you know, we should have had that. Now we got to come out and we got to play these Browns hard. You know, exactly. so yeah, that's true. That's what I see. Even I Cleveland's sense. a three point favorite in that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, next, next up, though, big one o'clock game: Steelers and Titans. Huge game. Ooh. I'm rolling Pittsburgh. Oh, I think I'm rolling with them Titans. They're both five and zero. Someone's got to lose. Derrick Henry is a monster. Yeah, I gotta get Titans. He's good. But Claypool 
Man, I think that that, that quick defense is good too. It is, but man, so is Pittsburgh's. I think Pittsburgh's defense is slightly better. So, this but is, like they're not yeah. able to slow down Derrick Henry as much as they want they to. They did lose uh, what's his name off that defensive they line. Did I think. Devin Bush? Devin Bush. Devin Bush. Out this year. That's gonna be a big. I'm still. Big I'll I'll live and die with my pick. I'm going with okay. Pittsburgh for that one. I got the Titans in that one. I'd have to say the Titans. Titans. Okay. Um, next, we got the Saints and the Panthers. <sighs> I think Michael Thomas will be back after the so weird Michael suspension. Thomas is back. With the I'm weird, picking... like, he had a fight Boy. in practice and then fight with coaches or something. They suspended right. him. Misconduct. I don't know. If that's the Ohio State guy I don't like. <laughs> Michael Thomas, yeah. Yeah. He is a baby. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to give it to the Saints. The Saints will win that gotcha. one. I'm going for the uh, upset. I think Carolina. Carolina? I think. I wouldn't they, be surprised if Carolina won that game. Just because I think the Saints secondary is suspect. and Drew Brees has been suspect, too, this year. Yeah, what was that? I, I seen it whenever they played Green Bay. Like, Drew Brees, like, is averaging, like, three or five yards a pass. Like, he's just dumping it yeah. off. And yeah. Reason he's getting those yards is because of Kamara. If you look at the receiving yards, Kamara is far and away like he is right there with like some of the top wide receivers in the yeah. league. Because he's so like throwing, crazy. he's doing a screen, and Kamara's getting like 30, 40 yards off of a screen somehow yeah. <laughs> every time. It's like fabricated yards, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I kind of see what you're getting it's at. Yeah, kind of skewed. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Joe Flacco with his checkdowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up, um, we got Bills and Bills the Jets. Jets. I, Bills handedly in that one. Definitely. I'm Is it safe to say Bills. that the Jets are going to be 0-16 this year? One of the third teams ever so. to go 0-16? I think they'll, they'll get a win somewhere in there. I mean, we'll see. Maybe as we as we do this weeks later, I'll change my tune on that. But I, I <laughs> Oh, it was real ugly against the Dolphins. Next. I'm gonna say they'll get their they'll get their first win on like week like 15, 16, or 17 because the team is going to the playoffs and they're resting their starters. <laughs> and they even then, they I don't know, man. Who <laughs> being Buffalo? Yeah, but I think uh, Buffalo wins it handily, just like you said. Yeah, yeah I got Next Buffalo. Next will be in an interesting one. one now: the Washington Nomains and the Cowboys. I'm not falling for it. I'm I've, picking Dallas. I'm going to fall for it, and I'm going to pick the Washington No Name. Oh, God, I hope they don't win. If they win this fucking game, I would I be hope, so irritated. What if, if Dallas loses this game and the Eagles beat the Giants, we'll be a game and a half out. <laughs> and we'll be in first place. I don't want Dallas to win for any particular reason other than I just, I'm I just, not trusting yeah, Washington I mean, at this, they look so bad. I think Washington could even beat them at this point. I don't know, man. Both of them look bad, though. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. a tough game to pick. It is. But I'm rolling with uh, Dallas in that one. Okay. Dallas. Like no names. Um, Next, we got your Packers and the Texans. <laughs> oh. What's your analysis on this one? Well, but I think that's going to be the yeah, last week was the kick in the ass. I think this is going to be um, that game. You, you don't like playing a pissed off Aaron Rodgers. No. <laughs> and, you know, 
He's gonna be I'd, chucking hail marys all game. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm hoping Bakhtiari's back because then that means we got a backup playing JJ Watt, and I'm really not gonna like that. Oh but yeah. I think we should be able to win this. I don't think it's, uh, but it could be a trap game. So. True. Could be. We'll see. I got the Packers in it. I think I, I got the Packers winning that game. I I got Green Bay too. That's Green Bay. I, I'm rolling with Green Bay in that. Okay. I have to. I I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP candidate. Oh, definitely. By the, the season he's going to do. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Speaking of MVP candidates, we got the next game: Seahawks against the Cardinals. This I think I got tough. the Seahawks. Old Russell Mania. Part of me wants to lean towards Kyler Murray, but I'm going with Seattle Seahawks on this one too. Yeah, Seahawks Seattle. Six and zero. Yeah. Kyler Murray is. Is looking nice though, man. He is. Three touchdowns this really last nice. week. He had that bomb to to D Hop. I think he had a sixty yarder and a forty yarder. I think he only had nine passes and he had like over. Oh my god, it, he, he's he's a different type of quarterback. Yeah, it, it's nice was, to see that succeed. You know, I was so worried about him because of how small he actually is, kind of like uh, Manziel was, because Manziel was really small, and I was like, man, right. I like this Kyler Murray kid, but I don't want him to get hurt, you know, and I, I don't like know how effective he's going to be, but yeah. he's he's made a believer out of me. <laughs> For now, he's holding up, so yeah. let's see how long he can do this. <laughs> um, Next yeah. up, we had the Chiefs. Chiefs right. and the Broncos, yep. Chiefs, Broncos. Got the Divisional Chiefs in this game. one. Yeah, yeah I'm picking Kansas City in this one too. Even though the Broncos just fucking embarrassed my boys, they did it on field goals. That's not gonna work against the Chiefs. No. So I'm going with Kansas City on this one. Um, next the 49ers and the Patriots. I got, got your pick boys. Yeah, you're picking your boys. Bounce back, baby. Bounce back. I'm going to pick right. the 49ers. I know. <laughs> I got to pick the Pats. I just don't think that the 49ers are just, I don't know. I think the Pats, because watching some of the Pats games, it seems like even if they won the week before and it was a crummy win, I just think Cam Newton comes out there with that kind of attitude like, all right, I'm going to set the world on fire this game. And I just, I don't know. I see the Pats doing. Love it. to see that shit, man. And you know the 49ers got all them injuries on defense, so exactly. Yeah. Let's go New England. All right, next make, game. Make uh... Papa proud. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars and the Chargers. Ah. I got the Chargers. I have to go with uh, Air Bear. What's his name? Uh, Justin Herbert. 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 I like Herbert too, man. <laughs> Not quite as much as I like um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. But I think I compare Herbert to, like, um, the young quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, you know, or not Kyler Murray, like um, uh, Joe Burrow. Like, they're like obviously, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray aren't that much more veteran, but it's nice seeing the babies come into the league and succeed. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I like seeing that, so it's Especially cool. Especially, like, how baby-faced Joe Burrow is, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do like I do like Herbert. I thought he was a really good pickup for the Chargers, and yeah, obviously it's surprisingly well. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. In his first couple starts. Yeah, I got the Chargers winning that one. Chargers. This next, next one: game. Buccaneers and the Raiders. This could be a potential trap game for the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. The trap. Same way it was for I think so uh, too. Kansas City. 
I'm still rolling with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, but like I, I can easily see the Raiders winning this game. Uh, but I'm if I if I had to pick one, I'm picking Tampa Bay. That defense, the way they attacked Aaron Rodgers, you know Derek Carr be running around for his life as it is anyway. Yeah. You know, so like I think I got Tampa Bay. Them Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I gotta pick the Raiders. I, I have okay. a lot of confidence in their running back Josh Jacobs. I think yeah. he's he's going to carry the team. Too. And yes, he definitely is a big deep threat. So I think that if they're not going to be handing it off to Jacobs, they're going to be passing. There it is to a runs. part of me that wants to pick the Raiders. I could totally see that, and I feel the same way. Like part of me wants to pick Oakland on this game, but then I feel like I'll just whenever we look at these results next week and we see that Tampa <laughs> Bay won, and we're like, God damn it, should just you know, yeah. But hey, Maybe we'll look back on this and be like, Vernon, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and the Monday up. night game, the Bears, the Bears, and the Rams. The Bears. The Bears. Um, rolling got... with Big Dick, Dick Nick. Nick. <laughs> Chicago, they're going to beat the Rams in primetime. They're going to beat the Rams. As much as I hate to admit it, I got to go with the Bears. Nick Foles is going to do his thing. I am like one of the biggest Nick Foles supporters, even though it's the Bears. I'm not a big Bears fan, but I'm a huge Nick Foles fan. So, uh, fuck Nick Foles, but I think <laughs> the Bears are going to whoop the fucking Rams' ass in this game. The Rams look like they're kind of in shambles. I really like McVay. I think he's a great coach, but like it doesn't seem like it's going great right now. Yeah, you know? they're, they're They're fake tough guys. I had to, so I kind of have a funny story about it becoming a Nick Foles fan. And that was, uh, I was actually at a Flyers game, and I think it was during, um, I don't think the the Flyers wouldn't have been in the playoffs because it was February. It was the year they won the Super Bowl, but they were going to the NFC Championship game. And uh, during one of the, uh, during one of the TV timeouts, it panned into one of the club boxes, and up there was Doug Peterson and Nick Foles, and I believe Jason Kelsey is a huge, huge Flyers fan, and it panned up there. And the entire, because we were playing the Penguins, so that game gets packed. I mean, they packed 20,000 people in there, and they're not chanting Eagles. They're not doing the Eagles chant. They're not E-A-G-L-E-S, none of that. They are just chanting "Big Dick Nick" the entire <laughs> time, and I was just like, "Wow!" To have that much respect, I, I, I have to. I, I'm that a fan. dude. That's he could awesome. go into Philly and get anything he wants anytime. Like, oh, I yes. guarantee it. He can just yeah, walk in anywhere a, in Philly. Like, a hockey hey, your money's yeah. no good here. See, like I, mean, I have. I haven't been to any NHL games or anything like that. My only experience is at a Bears game, and I was way younger when I went, and the crowd, like, the ref had, like, three bad calls in a row, and the crowd just started going, asshole, asshole. Uh, And I remember being a little kid, like, just being like, oh, my (laughs) God. Like, I just think about, like, me being a little kid at that Flyers game, and they're like, big dick, dick. (laughs) I remember being... I wasn't, like, little, little. I'm probably, like, 11, 12, you know, old enough to realize what the fuck was going on. But, like, I was just – I just remember in that moment being, like, this is what hockey games are like. You know what I mean? Like, these fans are just, like, they don't give a shit. They're just, asshole. It's the same way at the link, bro. If you go to an Eagles game, if, like, it – I've heard that chant numerous times at Eagles games. The whole stadium. That's the only time I've heard it. 
asshole. Oh, and that, then, that's like, what if the Eagles suck, you even hear it on TV. The crowd, like the whole stadium, is booing the team off the field at halftime. They they're just like screaming at Doug, screaming at anybody they can find, and then that kind of like pumps the team up in a way. I mean, it's Philly has such a weird energy. They have such a weird relationship with their fans. <laughs> and that's, that's how it is, even at Flyers games, you know, you said about, you know, yeah. even the Bears game, you know, is AHL, you know, I've been to, uh, I think, I've been to two playoff games, you know, in since I've been going, and they were both against the Penguins, so it's always heated. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it was heated to the point where actually the, we were in the upper tier, and the urinals had each had a different picture of Sidney Crosby. For <laughs> each it was I was like went in there and like looked at my brother and I'm like, like are you seeing this? This is freaking awesome! Like, but, that's the type of energy that they have in hockey games. I love that yeah. shit. And, I mean, and every like we and it was like you said, you know, the refs made you know bad call after bad call, and it just seems like they were favoring the Penguins the entire time. Well, I'll tell you what, as soon as it got silent, you know, after the penalties were handed out and everything, you know, it was like all in unison. F you refs, F you refs. I mean, <laughs> these refs are like looking like. Oh, shit. Like, oh. They're going to start tossing shit on the Speaking of that, and like that reminds me, like when you walk around the link, they have like these huge like pictures from like past games and stuff. And there's numerous ones, and I remember the one vividly when I first saw it. It's just a picture of Tony Romo just sacked on the ground with, like, I think it was Brian Dawkins or something standing over top of him. And I was like, that is, like, the most Philly picture ever because they just – a huge blow-up picture of just Tony Romo, like, on the ground <laughs> <laughs> with a defense with, like, just standing over top of him. Yeah, it's and awesome. that's what people ask me. I, I, I have a buddy of mine. He – he says to me all the time, he's like, you know, I know you're a Flyers fan and stuff like that. He said, but, you know, you go with your parents every year to, you know, Philly to see the Mets and the Phillies play. And he's like, don't you ever, you know, get anything. And I was like, it depends on how they're doing that year. You know, if the Mets <laughs> and the Phillies are at each other's necks for the top of the division, you know, I get called every name in the book. You know, yeah. I get told my team sucks, you know, but as if they're both like scraping the bottom or they're middle of the pack, it's usually pretty relaxed. But I tell them, it's like. You know, going to those type of games, I said you have to understand like Phillies, Phillies fans are like literally the least really of your worries. Yeah. The top is the Eagles, and then you have the Flyers. Now I've never been to a basketball game, so I don't know how the 76ers are, but yeah, I don't either. You know, I, I told him I said it's you just ignore it. You just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best you can do. And then you talk your shit after you after you win, you know, but yeah, yeah. Oh man. I mean, uh, we can kind of talk about what's going on right now. Uh, the Dodgers are whooping up on Tampa Bay right now in the first game of the World Series. Hey, by the time this airs, I think we'll be on game two. I think yeah. game two is Thursday night here, but okay. it looks it like the Dodgers are taking eight. game one. Eight yeah, bottom of eight. eight to three. Yeah, I mean, it looked like that. something crazy. I hate the Kershaw Dodgers. pitch tonight, though. So, I mean... That's what I expected. I did expect them to come out and win game one. Even though I, my prediction is going to be Dodgers in six. And people, if, you, if you've been watching this podcast, you know, we don't, I don't know how many people watch it, but if you've been watching, you know, we don't really follow baseball too, too much. We do, but we don't. So yeah. our knowledge is like very loose on baseball. Exactly. So this is not a, 
uh, educated guess. It's more or less just like a guess based off of like what I've been seeing, you know. So there's definitely other people out there to listen to other than me on baseball, but my pick is Dodgers <laughs> at six. <laughs> I um, did pick the Dodgers to win this or to make it when they were down. If, yeah. If you remember last I'm just week, glad it's not the Astros Jesus. in the World Series. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I I hate the Dodgers, and my hate for the Dodgers goes back years, go back like 2015 when the Mets went to the World Series, and that whole debacle with Chase Utley sliding into Ruben Tejada, breaking his leg. Um, I hated Utley as a Philly. Now I really hated him as yeah. a Dodger, and I just <laughs> – I, I didn't like the Dodgers because I felt like they, uh, at one point, they, which every team does this, Mets tried to do it, you know, they tried to buy a World Series. They tried to, you know, shell out a lot of money. Magic Johnson wanted that team to have a title. And I just, I don't know, I couldn't respect that. And then just the Chase Utley thing just sent me over. And when we beat them to go to the uh, NLCS against the Cubs, you know, to eventually go to the World Series and lose that year, it was just... I don't know. I've always hated the Dodgers. I just hey, I understand. E- even though that's where we get the blue from, you know, the Mets colors are blue and orange. The blue is for when they were the Brooklyn Dodgers, and the orange is from when they were the New York Giants. You know, and ah, uh, damn, I didn't know that. I didn't mm-hmm. know that either. That's cool. Getting yeah, hurt. because it's. Uh, <laughs> I've been to City Field. I think. Uh, Three times now, I've I've taken a train up to City Field to watch the Mets play, and they right. actually have what's called the Jackie Robinson Rotunda, and it is a just a, how you get into the stadium. It is just one giant escalator with nothing but Jackie Robinson stuff, you know, all That's about awesome. him with a giant forty-two, and then they have like the Mets Hall of Fame and stuff, and he's like enshrined in everything. That's awesome. It's just. It is That's awesome. pretty cool. I got to see that shit sometime. Yeah, like, I've never been to the Hall of Fame in football either. I'm going to see that for sure, too. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. That would be a cool road trip. Yes. My brother, I, I want to go to the, I want to go to the, um, the, out to Canton, to the Football Hall of Fame. Now, my brother, yeah. more than anything, wants to take the trip to Toronto to the NHL Hall of Fame. Oh, and I was like, I was like, damn, dude, I'm down, but I don't know about driving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Long it'd drive. be a cool drive. It'd be cool, but oh, it would yeah. be exhausting. It's yeah. the type of exhausting drive, you know. Yeah, you got to plan that out. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I, hey, I'm rooting for the Rays, so. though. Speaking of the Crazy. Mets, they were just sold for $2.5 billion. So you guys got a new owner out there, too. Hopefully he's out there trying to shell some money out. And I know you just said you're not trying to do that, but, like, Build a squad to get back to the World Series, more or less. That's the goal. You know? Oh, yeah. it could have been it could have been A Rod and J Lo, from Thank what I hear. Like, hey, it could have been, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, when it, this guy uh, Steve Cohen, he's actually a hedge fund billionaire. I still yeah. don't know what the heck that is. Yeah, <laughs> I was reading into this shit, and I was just like, oh, dude's got a lot of money. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's worth fourteen point some billion dollars. So I mean, kind of like. That two point, you know, five billion, which is now the largest sale for any North American sports team, um, that is just like kind of it seems like chump change, you know, to him. Like uh, whatever, you know, I make that. I'm worth shell out two billion dollars, you know, and it's 
it's going to be refreshing because the Will Ponds who owned it before, we and Matt's fans called them the coupons because they were cheap. They never wanted to <laughs> give money out. You know, look, I know I'm pretty sure you're both Yankees fans, correct? Yeah. Like, look at the Yankees. They're such a big market in New York, you know, like yeah. a big market team. And it's like there's no reason why the Mets shouldn't have the money to do all this. Yeah, they were caught in the Madoff scandal, but – it's, but that's all resolved by now. Yeah, yeah. and it, that's gone, and things are looking up. And how I look at it is, and this goes for any league, you know, I think that, you know, if you're trying to sign an entire, like, all-star team, yeah, that's buying a, you know, trying to buy a World Series. But if you are trading, you're giving something up, you know, to yeah. get to the World Series. So I don't yeah. think that, you know, doing that type of thing. I'm really hoping we get JT Romuto signed away from the Phillies. But, you know, I'm I'm really excited for the new ownership. You know, he's supposed to have deep pockets, and he has been a Mets fan since he's been a little kid, and that's all I wanted because I felt like if J-Lo and uh, A-Rod came in there, I think it was just going to be a pissing contest between him and Derek Jeter because he wouldn't ends. really have the best yeah. interest in the team at heart. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I understand. Exactly. And that's what was crazy to me because as a last-ditch uh, last effort, A-Rod came out and said, look, if we get the team, Mets fans, I guarantee you a World Series within 10 years. And it's like, <laughs> that's all you got? Yeah. 10 years? 10 years? <laughs> we want to win a World Series now. I would wait 10 years, but it's like, I don't know, that's, that's your pitch? To us, yeah, that's fans. your pitch, man. Like, like oh. because we all know what it is. It, it sounds like he doesn't have a plan. Like, you don't have a <laughs> some step plan. You're just like, go straight to the goal. I'm gonna win you a World Series. Just give me ten years. And, and then they went out, and they were like recruiting other celebrities. I mean, I knew Travis Kelsey was in the mix. You know, to put in money towards. Really. The- yeah, like he. There was a bunch of celebrities that actually wanted to get in on this, and it was just like. That's not the best into a team. No. It's like... But I mean... I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, for for real. Jeez, that's crazy. I didn't know all about that. But, um... Yeah, you got some way too early NBA rankings you wanted to talk about, didn't you, Vern? Yeah, I'll just go over, like, the top top ten here. Um, It looks like they have... Lakers number one. Lakers... Number one, yeah, the Clippers. Yeah. Number two, Milwaukee. What? Milwaukee number three. Denver, who I think could potentially be in the finals next year. They just going to probably... disrespect these Heat like this in the first yeah. three positions. Denver number four, Dallas number five. Golden State number six, who should probably be higher than that, but who knows? We'll see. We don't really know what they look like without. I mean, we do know, but it's a whole different team. It's two years removed from what they were, you know. So, yeah. Boston at number seven, Philly at number eight, which doesn't make any sense to me mm. yeah. at all. It doesn't make sense. Miami at number nine, which, like you said, is complete disrespect, and Brooklyn at number ten, which is kind of like, damn. I didn't. That's that's some, okay. It feels like shades being thrown at Brooklyn having them at 10. I yeah. feel like they should be higher than that, but also that's just based off of paper. So yeah, I, I respect this list. I think it's just kind of like a conglomerate of the playoff finish 
yeah. mixed with Golden State and Brooklyn. So like, other than the disrespect to Miami, to Miami. you know, like I understand if, maybe not the top three. No, four, but, but come on, nine. Come yeah. on, man, they went to the finals. Yeah, that's disrespect right there. But that's and all right. If they add some like dope players or something, like who knows. We'll see. I just wanted to go Jimmy over out there balling on a boat. Did you see the pictures? Yeah, in the D Wade like, jersey. Yeah. Putting work <laughs> in. He's got like a hoop out on a yacht and he's balling in a D Wade jersey. That's awesome. A couple days after this yeah, yeah, shit. it was really cool. Jimmy's speaking like my of, favorite player, man. Speaking of D, uh, D Wade, did you see that uh, he interrupted, like he accidentally photobombed those people, that guy posing <laughs> to his girlfriend? He's yeah, like, oh, my bad. Like, I thought that was, <laughs> that was an awesome picture. And then to took see a too. picture with him. Right. That is really D Wade's cool. a cool dude. Yeah, he really Maybe is. Maybe one day we'll get D Wade on this fucking that would, podcast. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'll lose amazing. my shit. That'd be the best shit ever. But anyway, um, that I just wanted to go over that real quick, just to run okay. down of that list. That's um, pretty just cool, because though. it got put out today. It was like, uh, yeah, see, I didn't, really I didn't see anything about that. Yep. But nice. um, we'll hit the one awesome thing part. I did want to talk oh, about. Okay. One more thing I wanted to talk about. Big Ten football is coming back this weekend, baby. Fuck yep. guys. guys. Yeah, baby. Nebraska week one. I saw Nebraska has a 4% chance of winning this game. So I'm feeling pretty, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty confident about this weekend. You know, 26-point favorites, but it is what it is. I am so hyped for this shit. I don't care if we win by 60 points. I'm going to fucking watch this whole game just because of how excited I am for Big Ten football to be back. God damn it. I didn't think we were going to have it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. It's here. It happened. Um, I'm, I I think that's a 3% more than what I would have given Nebraska because I think that <laughs> place is a dumpster fire. But I have been – I haven't, like, followed really college football at – all you know because i knew ohio state probably wasn't gonna play this year i haven't been either to be honest yeah and i was just like i was like whatever and then when they said okay we're gonna play now but only against big 10 opponents i was like well that's better than nothing so i mean whatever but and then when i seen halloween day penn state yeah bro that game is gonna be amazing because they're projected to be the number six team in the country so mm-hmm. you know they're good. We'll see what happens, man. I can't wait for this weekend Bye and guys. that. Uh, I guess that'd be two weekends from now. Next weekend mm-hmm. for Penn State. Yep, it's gonna and be a hell of a game. I, nice. I'm a big fan of Justin Fields. I think that mm-hmm. he's oh, just watching him play is just awesome. So it's I'm nice really hoping to see them them rank us number one offense. Like, and we haven't even played mm-hmm. yet. So like, let's see if that holds up. But they have a have the Buckeyes ranked number one offensively. I'm what, like, I'm, what I'm really excited for is that kid from our home state. Um, I'm trying to think of his name, but I can at this point. Uh, he was the number one recruit, at, I think, in the country, wide receiver. And he I'm was up sure. near – oh, where was he at? He was up near um, – I can't – I can see it. Bloomsburg. He was up out of Bloomsburg. Okay. And Penn State tried to recruit him. And he was like, nah, I'm going to the Ohio State University. Nah. And um, Upper Dolphin ended up playing playing against his team. And one of the guys I work with, his um, son played on the team as a defensive lineman or something like that. 
and he came to work the that following Monday because it was a Friday night football game, and he came to work that following Monday, and he goes, yeah, I know you're an Ohio State fan, but damn, that boy is something. You're talking else. about um, Julian Fleming. Fleming, that's his name. I, I can't believe I forgot Southern about Columbia. it. Exactly. Five-star recruit. I didn't hear about this kid, man. They yeah. said he was a lock. He was once seen as a lock to go to Penn State. He has yep. a close relationship with Buckeyes receiver coach Brian Hartline. Wow. So, like, damn, that's crazy. I did not know that. I didn't know we had this kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that excites was, me even more, man. He, he actually got, he got flipped, and that was he was a lock to go to Penn State. And then he went out, and Ohio State, I think, had him out for uh, one of the games. And I was like, please, Ohio State, like, kill the, whoever can. Yeah, like <laughs> him happy, and then he came back and he flipped his um, he you know flipped his recruitment to Ohio State. That's that's awesome, crazy. Man. Franklin's last ditch attempt was um, it was it was sometime last year, but he was like, you know, come practice with us, come practice on the practice field. So now everybody in this state, you know, that's like, oh, he's flipping back to Penn State, and it's like he went out there in Ohio State gear. And, you know, like with all the swag and stuff like that. But I'm so excited to see Julian Fleming go out there and hoop. Oh, yeah, man. I'll keep my I didn't eye even on know him. about Yeah, me too. Because mm-hmm. that, that sounds exciting. Is he redshirt or, like, anything like that? Do you think he's going to be just coming out the gate? I don't know how he's going to be coming out the gate. Um, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure about our wide receivers. Because we do have um, – we still have – Chris Olave, which I'm a big fan of Chris Olave. Right. Because I love how the announcer says Olave. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that he's going to, it's going to be a good one two punch, you know, going into this season. And I really, you know, and especially that, you know, Bleacher Report came out with a, um, they came out with, uh, they called it, it was like a series of articles, but it was called like the U and it was all about every school in the nation who turned out the best positions. And Ohio state was like on almost all the lists. Of course. And I was like, yeah, because everybody's like, Oh, we're DBU. No, you ain't like, look at us. Eli Apple, Von Bell, you know, that type of stuff. You know, it's, Oh, I, I can't. I can't talk about my Buckeyes enough. I'm just so That's what I'm saying, man. I'm just so hyped for it. I wanted to definitely get that in um, this podcast because this will be airing. It'll be the first one before we really start our season, even though college has started. You know. Absolutely. But yeah, that's exciting, man. I'm definitely gonna watch that game. Oh yeah. So, me too. you want to get to the bias bubbles, Wyatt, and then yeah, do the crazy sports set? Yep. Exactly. You know how we like to close out the show. Um, Ryan, you yeah. want to talk about any of your teams? I know Anything you're talking like about specifically. Any you know, specifically. I know you talked about the Buckeyes a little bit. Um, anything about like the Packers or, or Flyers or anything? Uh, anything well, I mean, the, the Flyers are kind of in a, you know, it's off season. Uh, apparently they've yeah. been approved um, to play starting January 1st. Uh, that's oh, nice. what I heard. So. Um, all they did was sign a defensive man, but with the yeah, NHL salary cap, the salary cap for the NHL is just apparently it's not even going up and it's not going down. It is sticking where it is. So Flyers didn't really make any moves. 
Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I thought they were going to try to get somebody like Lane. I know it, like Lane was still out there. Like they thought he was going to be on the move. I was I was really hoping we'd saw, we'd trade for Patrick Line, and I didn't really care what yeah, we gave up to get him. But um, no, it's been pretty pretty quiet on that front. Same with the Mets. You know that uh, free agency doesn't start till after the World Series. Um, yeah. You know, I talked about the Buckeyes. Uh, my Bucks. Uh, I'm still a little bit green with NBA. So um, I just want to say this: I do not want Chris Paul. I don't want. To... <laughs> um, he might end up it... on the Lakers. Yeah, I, I, see. I, I saw Derek Rose might go to the Lakers. Um, I want somebody. Uh, apparently, this is like apparently, Giannis gave a list to the uh, front office of the Bucks and was like, "This is who I want. This is who I, these are the players I want to play with. Go yeah. get." Them. And then I'll sign my supermax. Now and, it's up to the front office to keep. Yeah, it. now now it's literally the balls in your court, you know, front office. Yeah. And, Mm-hmm. But apparently they're going after uh, he's uh, with the Kings, Brogdonovich. I want to okay. say. Oh, okay. Apparently they're going to go all in on him because he's a restricted free agent. So yeah. I'm I like him. So I mean, he's Giannis kind of giving them their chance to build around him before, like, hey, I got to do what's like, best for me out. at this point. Exactly. You know, I mean, hell, his younger brother just won the finals with the Lakers and he yeah. literally zero minutes and yeah. but um and then with uh with Green Bay I mean I don't know what they're doing <laughs> like <just laughs> you have come stuff. off that that L yeah and it's stronger like, uh before I got on here with you guys you know it was they signed a linebacker off of the Atlanta Falcons practice squad, uh, Burgess was his name. Jeremy Burgess, I think his, his name was. And it's kind of like, I've seen this for coming, you know, when free agency rolled around, you know, Gutenkeist was really, has been really aggressive the past few years with free agency. And I was like, okay, we need to get a good linebacker. And we signed Christian Kirksey, who's only played six, he's played 16 games in the past two or three years. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. And I just think that's something that we need to shore up because we've got to stop the run. You know, yeah, we cannot stop the run. Kenny Clark can't do it all. And I think that this whole wide receiver stuff's going to come back and bite us in the ass. It's possible. You know, yeah, I mean, I think everybody was kind of surprised you guys didn't draft a wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Surprised. So my initial reaction was, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> most of Green Bay's me, reaction. Yeah, me being a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, it's like it's almost like. So I get it, I get why they did it, and I don't like how they compared it to the Favre and Rodgers situation because that was yeah. different. And it's like I get why they did it, but then there's also the selfish part of me that I'm like, I don't want Rodgers to be done. Like yeah. I. We've gone from back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You know, we've not had a bad quarterback since Nowitzki, I think his name was. But In the 90s. Yeah. It's like, it's a bittersweet thing. But, you know, from what they've said, Rodgers has been a great mentor. You know, he's been out there. He's really been coaching him and helping him with anything he needs. You know, because Rodgers flat out came and said, I don't want him to have the experience I had. Yeah. You know, bad. I mean, it seems like Rodgers is having, like, he said, from what he said on, like, McAfee before, he's, like, having one of the best years of his life. Like, he sees 
football in a whole new light kind of he's he's a hundred he's happier than he used to be so i mean it, it's kind of showing too i mean he's going out and doing their doing crazy things here in the first five weeks and that's and i i contribute that to two reasons one he finally became single again <laughs> and I think he needs to stay away from the chicks until he's done with football. He was not good with Olivia Munn, and he was not good with Danica Patrick. It it's reflected like you, on his performance. You need to stay away from the women. Just you know, let them go. <laughs> and the second thing was what I thought was a very uh, interesting concept was uh, he really found his own religion. He he kind of you know did like a more or less like a like a buddhist kind of religion i was gonna say he seems like he's very zen and very calm yeah he says that this this religion basically like makes you feel accountable for yourself and it he said he feels a lot more centered and more you know like you said zen he he feels more i guess comfortable with himself yeah that's pretty good though that's awesome yeah because i mean i don't like you know there's I'm not saying he's, you know, the greatest person in the world. You know, he, he has his family issues. Yeah. He has, you know, he can be cocky. You know, I don't even know what the heck kind of celebration that was when he scored that touchdown on that Saturday. That was Angle McCringleberry, man. Yeah, that's what it was. And, um, but it's, you know, it's good to see him. Like you said, he just, like when he was on the Pac McAfee show, he just looks like a different man. Like he's, yeah, which is awesome. And. Um, the only thing I have to closing to stay out on my bias is I want to see them trade Jamal Williams. Honestly, I mean, he's a good Whoa. player, but I think he can get us some draft capital. I think I I'm that. thinking maybe third, third round pick. And the reason I'm saying is because the second round we spent on AJ Dillon, a no name running back out of Boston college, but this, they showed him in training camp. He's got thighs and calves the size of Barkley. Like he can yeah. run Barkley. And I've seen him play a couple times and just, you know, you know, to spell Aaron Jones and that kind of stuff. And the kid is a bruiser. I mean, he's like you said, Vernon, you said earlier about Derrick Henry. He fell for, you know, six or seven yards. That's how this guy Every is. Every time it just seems like he falls forward for seven yards. Like exactly. how can you not love that, you know? And I just think if if you're not going to get draft capital for him, then go get a wide receiver. Go get, yeah. you know, a But, yeah, that's my bias towards my nice, team. Nice, man. Nice. Vern, you want to talk about the Pats? I know, you, I know you got some things you want to talk about. I do. I do. I do. Because I don't think it's panic time. It's not panic time. Mm-hmm. It's go back to the drawing board, figure this offense out. Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick are going to be just fine figuring this out. Cam Newton's going to be fine. I just, I'm frustrated with the offense because it's been like this for a while now. It's not even like it's a just this year thing. This offense looked like this last year. You know, it looked terrible. We don't have anybody out there catching the ball. I don't know how many snaps Julian Edelman's even taking right now because it, yeah. it definitely isn't what he's, what he's normally taking. <clears throat> I haven't heard a thing from him all year. He's been playing, he's been hobbled, but he's been playing. But he ha- he's been on limited snap counts. And it's just, he's not the same. He, he's kind of showing his age. So, I don't know, man. I know we got some young receivers like Bird and Nikhil Harry. Nikhil but Harry, Nikhil- yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? I just thought about something. I'm going to I'm gonna look something up as I'm talking about this. But um, I, I just, I saw this list here today. And it kind of pissed me 
off. It was a <laughs> list of, oh boy. of all the wide receivers taken before him or taken after him. And yeah, the, the article is titled Wide Receivers Taken After Nikhil Harry Will Upset Patriots Fans. And it does. Nikhil Harry picked at the 32nd pick, first round, okay? First round. Debo Samuel taken after him. We we could have used Debo. He would be fine. AJ Brown taken after him. McCole Hardman. DK Metcalf. Deontay Johnson. Oh my god. Terry McLaurin. Hunter Renfro. Darius Slayton. Like it just but we got to kill Harry. That's the one you picked. This <laughs> oh, Believe me, that's admit. how that's how it is on our end with what's his name? Our Sega Whiteside. We could have yeah. drafted DK Metcalf instead of this God, Damn it. But that hindsight's 2020, so I can't be that mad. And I still I think the kid is a he's a he's built like huge. He could be that type of receiver, but he can't catch. He can't catch the fucking book football. How are you gonna be a wide receiver? Yeah. But anyway. First time they're under 500 since 2002, so that's positive. You know, that's very positive. <laughs> very I happy saw that, about and that. I was like, "What?" Like I said, stats-wise, last game Cam Newton 157, two picks. That's what he ended up with. He did have 76 yards on the ground and a touchdown, but come on now, why are you leading the team in rushing? You know, yeah. I know we have Sonny Michelle is injured right now, but we also have James White. We have Rex Burkett. We have Damian Harris. We have running backs. Why is Cam Newton leading the team in rushing? Just so yeah, makes sense. I agree. Just I frustrating. wish Belichick would knock that crap off because do you know how frustrating it is on a fantasy perspective to try and get yeah. a running back? <laughs> because you don't know who's going to go off that week or who he's trusting with the ball. And no it's idea. Like, was it a couple weeks ago? Rex Burkhead had like two or three touchdowns. And I think he, he had he had an amazing three game. Touchdowns. Yeah. Oh yeah, ridiculous. he went off. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was and like, you like, never like, know who it's gonna be. My girlfriend just started doing fantasy football, and she asked me. She was like, "Should I pick this guy up?" I said, "No, you stay away from Patriots running backs because you never know <laughs> who's gonna do well." Right. Yeah. Exactly though, it's not bad advice, man. But they have uh, the 49ers this week which we already discussed a little bit. I think they can get the W. I really do. Yeah. Um, but I really think that's going to come down to – I think overall, <laughs> if they're healthy, the 49ers are a better team. But mm-hmm. they're not healthy. So we'll see what happens come Sunday. I think the Patriots can squeak this out. I don't see them lo- – and if they lose, I don't think it'll be as ugly as this performance. Yeah. They better have some type of improvement. It's got to get uh, – didn't even score a touchdown. You know, We had one rushing touchdown, but like uh, – yeah, just, when's the last time the Pats didn't score a touchdown? We we did, but it was a rushing touchdown. It's just oh. frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, hey. I think we had two touchdowns, to be honest, uh, because we missed the two-point conversion. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, but it's it's frustrating. Very frustrating. Hey, man, you, you preaching to the choir. No, it looks like <laughs> actually we didn't have two. We had one Cam Newton um, rush rushing yard, two-point conversion failed, and then two field goals for Nick Folk. So, Jeez. one touchdown against the Broncos, the two and three Broncos, who were one and three at the time, in yeah. Foxborough, mind you, in Foxborough. But let's get to something a little bit more positive. My Lakers, I'm loving it. It's been a <laughs> week and two days since the championship, and I'm still on fire. I know why I don't want to hear this shit, but I'm still on fire. I love it. <laughs> why? I ordered that shirt 
the night of the championship. I remember and you I'm telling like, me. Mm, where the fuck's this shirt at? <laughs> I checked. I checked. It says at at least the 28th until I get that shit. And I'm like, damn, what the <laughs> fuck you mean? But it, it is took what it a while is. for my uh when I ordered my champion like NFC like division shirt last year. It took yeah. like four weeks to get here. I was like, what the hell? Like it doesn't yeah, even matter right. at this point. We already were eliminated. I don't know if you I don't know if you guys have been in the ball lately, but I thought I seen a Lakers championship like either hat or shirt in there. Oh, I'm sure Bleacher they have them at like Bleacher Bum. Oh, or I'm shit. sure because I oh, I have a Patriots See, like, I like to do this, but I missed my opportunity with the Rams. Um, so my my last champion, I know motherfuckers probably think I'm just spoiled, and I understand. But my <laughs> last championship shirt is the Falcons one. Uh, that's the last one I purchased. So, like, I missed the Rams one. I was kind of irritated that I didn't get that one. So, like, I had to get, I was like, the night of, I ordered it. I was like, I'm not missing this <laughs> opportunity. And so I ordered that. So I'll have that one now to go along with my other Patriots one. But yeah. I'm just waiting for it. I can't wait to wear that shit on the podcast. I was hoping to wear it tonight, but hey, I'll just you'll get to see it eventually. But and then we talked about the Buckeyes. You covered damn near everything I'd want to say about the Buckeyes, so I don't even want to elaborate too much about that. I'm just really happy about Buckeyes football coming back. Yeah, but me too. What do, you, what do you got, Wyatt? Uh, pretty much just Eagles shit. <laughs> I mean. Our uh, our season kind of hinges on the, this Thursday night game. I know as bad as it sounds against the Giants. Um, there was rumors about Howie wanting to be buyers here at the trade deadline, and I think I don't agree with that. I would I think we should sell at this point. <laughs> um, we need to trade Zach Ertz. He's going to be out of town. I I am on the trade Zach Ertz train. He does not want to yeah, be here. It looks we like we were saying that weeks ago. Weeks ago. But, I mean, it just shows in his performance, especially last week. I mean, he just doesn't look like he's has any enthusiasm when he's playing. I mean, he's injured now, which sucks. But, I mean, I'm all on the Zacherts trade train. Get him out. Uh, pretty much trade a lot of people. I mean, if you could, get rid of Deshaun. Get rid of Alshon. Get rid like, it's going to be a whole different team next year. Yeah. And I'm excited for that because you need some receivers to build around. I saw a stat. Carson Wentz has thrown to 27 or 28 different receivers since he's came into the NFL. Damn. That's just ridiculous, dude. Um, I do have another stat here. Um, Carson Wentz, with all the injuries on offense, scored 29 points against Pittsburgh and 28 against the Ravens. Um, and he scored his most points ever in a fourth quarter, which was 22 against the Ravens. Um so, I mean, it, Carson's balling at this point. He he had a rough start, rough start to the year. But, I mean, I, I have faith in Carson. I have faith in Dougie P at this point. I don't have faith in Howie Roseman. I think Howie Roseman's not going to be our GM and player personnel uh, president here at the end of the year. But, I mean, I don't know. It, it kind of hinges to, on Thursday night. If we win, we kind of continue on with the season, hopefully – Maybe make some trades, get better, build up the O-line. If we lose, start selling, man. Get some draft picks. Get some other players. Start selling, man. Not what we said last week, Vern. We're get not going to be rebuilding. We're not rebuilding. <laughs> We're retooling. retooling. I was going to say, the, the Eagles are definitely not. I, I don't view them as a team that it's going to have to be like, okay, 
we're like Atlanta where we're going to tear everything down. Yeah. I just think it's going to be more or less, you know, you guys, you know, like you're going to know the team better than anybody, but, you know, let Zach Ertz go, you know, at least get something for him now. Exactly. While his stock is high, we got Dallas Goddard. I mm-hmm. think at this point, Dallas Goddard's a better tight end than Zach Ertz as mm. far as Don't catching and walk. yards after catch. And he yeah. can block, too. He can block for the run. Um, that's how I feel about Jamal Jamal Williams. You know, this is Jamal Williams' contract here with Aaron Jones. You can yeah. only get one of them, and I'm sorry, but the other one, you should be getting something for him. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, and Zach Ertz once paid elite tight end money, and then he's going out and not performing well at all. So it's like – and. You, you're not showing us any reason why you need paid for what you did two years ago for the Super Bowl. Is that why you want paid or or what? I mean, I don't know. Um, the other thing I have here is I said it to you earlier. Uh, Carson Wentz and Jason Kelsey are the only two starters on the team. They've been <laughs> through. Sad. Eagles have had 21 different starters on offense this year, the most in the NFL. Um, Brett Toth who I don't even know is the 13th projected lineman this year to start for us. <laughs> I don't even know who this kid is. Um, yeah. And Carson has been sacked uh, 25 times. Second most in the NFL now. Jeez. Um, he's been hit 54 times, <laughs> but I mean, it's God. And just getting beat up. My last point is I don't want to hear any of this. Carson's injury prone. Cause if he was injury prone, <laughs> he would be hurt by now. Because <laughs> there's no O line. All the hits he's, he's taken. He's getting hit all mm. the time. He had a 45 yard run against the Ravens this week, this past weekend. Like, I don't know why he's doing read options, but it scares me and I hate it. <laughs> I like put Jalen Hurts out there. He's doing fine with him. I like seeing Jalen Hurts out there doing these little like gadget plays. It's pretty cool. But I don't know. I, I'm excited. I think we're going to beat the Giants here this week. I think realistically we can win these next three and end up four and four and one and then kind of go from there hopefully we have some people healthy by then because we do have a bye week i think here in the next two weeks so that kind of gives a little more time i have to give it you know props to carson you know i watched i didn't watch all that eagles game last week but i've watched there from you know towards the end and i'm just like man he is like busting his ass out there you know to try and win this game and i have to i've never had a problem with carson i've always respected him and i've always liked him but it's just like that man is out there busting his ass and then there's people that are like you know he's not a franchise quarterback you know he's injury prone that was going to be one of my next points is because i feel like for some reason carson is is one of the most criticized qbs in the league for some reason i don't understand like he single-handedly took this team to the playoffs last year when they shouldn't have been I I feel like I mean just because he had a bad first couple games this year, it just seems like every time he does something wrong, the the spotlights on oh something's wrong with Carson Wentz. Do they need to get him out Start of town? Jalen Hurts. Start, Start Jalen Hurts. And that, that's that's why I hated the Jalen Hurts draft pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you knew it was going to happen. Exactly. That's why we got rid of Nick Foles is because of the QB controversy. And it's like right. you're drafting one. Kind of like with the exactly with the Jordan Love pick for for Green Bay, it, it wasn't needed. Yep. I mean, we could have used that on an offensive lineman, which we desperately need now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I. That's why I love Carson Wentz so much, is because this dude goes out there and get like gives 
110% every week, no matter Regardless. what. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. And whenever he does have bad games, he doesn't blame anybody else. He blames himself. He puts it on himself. I need to do better. And that's all he can do, you know? I mean, he works with what he has, and it's pretty much nothing at this point. <laughs> and, I mean, I've seen him do it before, so hopefully we can kind of make something out of nothing this year. There's a lot of season left. Uh, oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, Let's I'm not hitting the happens. panic button quite yet. Quite yet. I'm close. I have the case <laughs> open, but I'm not hitting the button It's almost yet. an emergency meeting. Yeah, mm. almost an emergency meeting. But, yeah, that's that's my final thought. You, mean, you know, if if you know Howie Roseman wants to give a call to Green Bay about you know maybe Ertz, I mean I wouldn't be very upset if you know <laughs> we sent you guys maybe a third or some round pick or you know you yeah. guys like your running backs too. If you want to take Jamal Williams and we'll take Zach Ertz, like, <laughs> I come on, like I honestly don't think they would do that. I think they're stuck. I think they want to roll with Miles as a lead back now. Yeah, I think the days of the running back by committee for Philly are kind of. They're trying to put it behind them a little bit, but I mean, I don't know. It's, well, I mean, it seems Jamal like we Williams, might not be able to with Miles kind of going in and out so often. Yeah, I mean, Jamal Williams is more of a bruiser back, so I mean, you could just have kind of have a spell there because I really hope that these. I'm looking at you, Patriots. <laughs> I'm really hoping this whole running back by committee stops. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of you know speed back you don't need and a power down back. back. Yeah, that's what I that's what I really liked about what we've had the past couple of years is we usually mm-hmm. had the speed back and a power back. Like, you know, we had like LeGarrette Blunt and then we had like I think Corey Clement was kind of fast back then and Darren Sproles. But I mean, and then like last year we had Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. And now it's just Miles Sanders and two <laughs> two other small running backs. That like Boston <laughs> Scott who's too tiny. But I mean, and Jordan Howard was traded to he went to the Dolphins, and he's been a healthy scratch for two weeks. Right. <laughs> so he's it's like, play it. um, <laughs> I would, I would love Jordan Howard on our team right now, <laughs> like as a bruiser back. I don't know, but I mean, we'll we'll kind of wrap it up here. I know uh, we've been gone here for a little while. This is yeah, our longest podcast yet, Ryan. <laughs> oh sweet, so we've been chatting. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I I get to run it at the mouth. So I mean, oh no, you good so man. It's, we, it's man. good so conversation. It's good, it's good uh, talk. Yeah, and that's why I'm like was really happy that you know I could be on this you know because I love talking sports and there just doesn't seem to be anybody else that likes to talk as much sports you know as I do. Absolutely, man. We love you having you on here. We appreciate it. Yeah, well, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 come on anytime you guys want. You know, I, yeah, man. Like I said, thank you, you again. Here. Absolutely. Yeah. We could even have like you and Alex Alders at the same time, or like you know yeah. what I mean. Like that, I'm completely cool with it. You've been great, like this whole time. I knew it was gonna be like smooth because we've known all three of us have known each other yeah. forever now. Yeah, you know, so like absolutely. I, I just I knew this was gonna be smooth, you know. So like we really appreciate you even coming on here, man. Definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, literally Alex is like three houses down. So that's right. That's right. He said <laughs> you guys just sit beside there. each other. And film. Yeah. yeah, there we go. There is exactly. one more thing we wanted to cover before we yeah. uh, hop off. I just wanted to put this up here, like because I'm gonna I'm gonna have this up on the screen for us and everything. But um, so you guys can at least see it here. This is a list that I found online, okay, of Tom Brady's residents based off of like championships that city has won, and it's weird. It's very weird. You know what I that mean? Is like, weird. 
San Fran, and you have the 49ers in Oakland and all this. And then when he's in college, you have Detroit Red Wings, just like, you know, Detroit, Michigan, and it, and then Boston. And then you have Tampa Bay, the one year he's there, and you have two teams already making champions. It's just very eerie to me. That is very eerie. eerie. I thought I would share that with you guys. That is really yeah, you, eerie. I, I believe you talked about that at the beginning of the show. You said mm-hmm. about you know every every you know town he's been in. You know, look at it and wow, that is weird. That right? is that is weird. I, because I mean, I've, I I always thought about it because like if you look at it, you know, the Red Sox, you know, they went and won the World Series, and then they've they've always been a contender. You know, Since. minus this couple you know couple years, you know. Yeah. And then, like, where was it that year? It was almost that the entire Boston almost won it all. I mean, because the Bruins won. Huh? Or or 11. It was a... Ah, man, let me pull that back up here. Because in 2007, the Patriots and the Red Sox won. In 2008, the Celtics won. I think the Celtics went to -to back-to-back. But they lost in 2009 to the Lakers. So I don't, I don't that but sounds, like they were close. Yeah, because that sounds right. Because I was, it was, I think it was like the same year as the Boston bombing. I want to say, because uh, didn't the Patriots win? And I think the Bruins won. And I was kind of like, oh, 2011 wow. is the last Bruins championship, and yeah. I think the Patriots lost the Super Bowl to the Giants in 2012. Okay. Um, but I, I do, like, I do, it's just, it's weird. As far as Boston sports, it's 01, 03, 04, 04, 07, 07, 08, 11, 13, 14, crazy. 16, Jeez. 18, 18. Like, there's so many championships from so many different teams, and just his stay there. You know, it's just weird. Yeah. And then he and goes that's to Tampa weird. Bay, and there's two teams already. Already. Like, one already won. The, other, the other's in the World Series. Just say it's weird. I mean, I'll tell you what, it will be a very crazy thing if that happens. I mean, like, if Tampa Bay would, you know, win the Super Bowl, it's like, you got to think, he's kind of like Midas. Everywhere he touches, turns I to think gold. he sold his soul a long time ago, and this is just him reaping the benefits of it, the same way, like, Michael Jordan, LeBron What's James. What's the comeuppance, though? There has to be, like, what did he have to give up to do it? Just his soul? Uh, it'll happen. It'll happen. We are not there yet. We're not that that part yet, you know. But like, anyway, that's that's yeah. it. Did you have a crazy sports fact that you want yeah, to share? Yeah, we got one more thing to do, and that's the crazy sports fact. Fact fact the podcast. Oh, uh, I do have one here. Um, it's a soccer one actually. Okay. <laughs> Surprisingly, we don't talk about soccer that much, so I mean, we'll, we'll cover it with the sports fact. Um, Lionel Messi has scored ninety-one goals in a single calendar year. God damn. <laughs> It yeah, seems like um, a shitload. He found the net in a ridiculous 91 times in 2012, and he did it in 69 games. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. That is I wild. I think I saw a stat about him scoring um, the last 16 years. Every year, he's got at least one goal. Yeah, and he I'm had like, 91 damn. in 2012 Jesus. out of 69 games. Like That is outrageous. That's he was on the cover of FIFA for like four years straight. <laughs> yeah, for Bruh. real. He's a monster. But yeah, man, that was the podcast. It was a really good one, man. Um, thanks Absolutely. again, Ryan. We really appreciate you yeah. coming on here and talking sports with us, man. We definitely want you back on here. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Rather than later. 
Yeah. Um, I, anytime. Like I said, guys. Always welcome. Definitely. Right. do it every Tuesday. Um, they get uploaded every Thursday. You know. Yep. All right, man. So, yeah, everybody go uh, like and subscribe. Check out Squad Pod Sports on Twitter. Check out Squad Pod, the regular podcast, every Friday. Yep. And, um, yeah, we'll see you Thanks guys next watching. week. Thanks for watching, yeah. everybody. Thanks again, Ryan, for coming on. Yeah, we'll man. see yep. you guys Thanks next guys week. Thanks, guys, for having me. Absolutely. No see you, everybody. Later.